0: Blob Talk Radio. Blob Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive, eliminate
1: the negative, latch on to the
0: affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom. Down to the minimum faith. A pandemonium to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And today, our show topic is Kissing Your Heartache Goodbye, What Women Need to Do Before Beginning Another Relationship. And I'm very pleased and honored to have with us today and to be able to introduce to you Shawan Watson, um, who is the author. Um, He is from San Diego, California, and has an associate's degree in social work. After years of bitterness from past unsuccessful relationships, Shawan decided to turn his frustration into teaching others with God's help. At 24, Shawan decided to finally follow his calling, which was to be a motivational speaker, life coach, and author. He has has experience in ministry and currently does three internet relationship shows, one of which he co-hosts. Juwan is currently involved in numerous community activities that help improve relationships. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You are welcome. You are welcome. You know, uh, we did this show uh, earlier, well, uh, early the earlier this week, and I had so much technical difficulty, and, thank you so much for joining us again and um and and uh, doing this interview because you have so much valuable information to offer. <laughs> yes. So I want I want to start off by asking um you know who is Shawan Watson. Tell us, you know, who who are you and um you know, what do you what do you bring, you know, what what do you what do you bring to us?
1: Well, uh the first thing I would say about who I am, I'm God qualified. That's, that's my um that's my term I like to use because I see a lot of people they like to use I'm called to do something. But God qualified. And also, um definitely a man of God. And uh I'm a person who loves to help people, you know. Okay. And I'm, I'm I, I am, I'm doing what I'm doing right now because I don't like to see people unfulfilled, and I don't like to see people settling for something when they have a, when they have something bigger in mind, and, and they have a and they have a God-given purpose, and that that that, mm-hmm. that bothers me. That bothers me, and okay. I'm just. So I want to be an inspiration to people, and I want to help to position people. Sometimes, you know, we have to we have to help position someone else into the right direction because they may not have the courage to position themselves.
0: I like that. I really like that. And I'm going to ask you. Um, I'm going to ask you to give us. You know, I did read a, a, a bio. I, you know, I read a little bit of your bio, but I'm going to ask you to. I want you to tell us a little bit about about you and about your history and 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 what um, inspired you to to you know to write this this wonderful book.
1: Well, uh, a little bit about my background. Um, as, a, as a child, I was I was diagnosed with a learning disability and ADD. That was a struggle. That was a struggle for me because I went through a lot of. Uh, bullying. I went. I was a loner for a long time because I didn't have the. I didn't have the self confidence about myself. I was always told by people that I'd be that I was average or below average. You know, people had low expectations about me. You know, when I told people I was going to do something, they laughed at me. They never saw it. You know. Um. I my one part of my background is the game of basketball. I played basketball for ten years uh, before I before I started speaking. Um, the turning point in my life that really changed and transformed my life was was in 2004, 2005 um, when I moved to uh, Mississippi. That was a changing point for me because years before I was always a follower. I was always a follower. And mm-hmm. I felt like I had a learned disability, and I felt like a learning disability was going to hinder me from ever being great. But when I went down there, I didn't know what to expect. I wanted to get away. I was young, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And getting down there, my uncle sowed some seeds of greatness in me. He sowed something in me special. And before that, I had never even heard the word greatness mentioned in my direction. And not, not only did he say you can be great, he gave me the tools to be great. All those tools that he that he that he gave me, he gave me a lot of different projects. Reading the Bible, you know, working my working my body out, you know, writing my goals down. This is building my self confidence, yeah. and putting all that putting putting all that together. That made that made me a, a leader, you know. I I he developed me into a leader, a leader that you see today, twenty six years old from that eighteen year old. And I left I left Mississippi as a leader, you know, for the first time in my life. I had I had a confidence. I felt I could be great, you know. I started seeing things. I, I saw that God had a green light for me to go out through these dreams. And that really changed, me, changed my outlook on life because I started not caring about what people thought. People thought I was weird, you know. And for a long time, I could tell you that I was one of those people who used to always ask, ask why. Because my life was a little bit different, you know. I told why did I have to work on why did I have to work on weekends? why did I have to work two jobs you know why why did I have a learning disability why, why was I rejected in in a lot of relationships you know why did I have to work late nights and I started seeing is that in order for us to be successful we got to be in shape, and our process is really just a basic training for that place called there, that design place that we have for us. And we have to go through some things and grow through some things to be prepared for when we get to that place. And God has prepared me from those challenges. And so now I say thank you for the challenges. Thank you for the process. Thank you for the process I'm going through now because it's going to make me even much more better.
0: Hmm. You know, that is a beautiful testimony. Beautiful testimony. And um and so many of us need to hear and understand that, you know, before you can have a testimony, you gotta go through a test. You know, and, and the question is not why me, but why not me? You know, and it seems like, you know, you've been able to um to recognize that and and, and and move beyond. Um that that in itself is just such a powerful message. Um so I thank you for sharing. I really thank you for sharing that. I I want to ask you what what inspired you to, to write this book and, and tell us a little bit you know, tell us a little bit about your book. Um and, and I, before you do I want to say that you know i read your book and um about relationships and and um it just really i i don't want to say transformed how i view myself but i do want to say it gave me a different layer you know it gave me a different it gave me a deeper perspective um but tell us tell us what inspired you to write this book Well,
1: I can tell you that I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker since I was about 19 years old. You know, I started Mm -hmm. speaking in 2009 doing YouTube videos with a friend. You know, we we used to work on videos. But I knew that I wanted to be a speaker at a high level because nothing I did I ever wanted to do at a mediocrity level, but I wanted to do it at a high level. And I knew for me to do speaking at a high level, I needed a product. So... Mm -hmm. Years ago, it came to me that I wanted to write a book. I just wasn't sure when I was going to write the book. And it took an experience that I went through in 2011. that There was another change in my life, another turn. And it was a relationship, is what it was. Before before this relationship, I had been in a lot of relationships where I, where I was rejected. I was rejected a lot. I went through a lot of relationships because I was always that nice guy. And because I was that nice guy, I was used a lot. And it hurt me a lot. It used to hurt my feelings being used. And so I felt like this relationship was a relationship that God had was If this relationship was a relationship that was for me And I felt like it was a gift Because of my persistence and my perseverance Because I didn't give up mm-hmm. And so This relationship started off really well like, all, like a lot of relationships But it felt different Because You know, before You know, I, I had trouble with people Communicating with me both ways Most of the time I would do all the calling I would do all the texting But this person was was texting me, calling me, and so that felt great. But it seemed like everything changed overnight, and I I just couldn't understand why and what happened. And I noticed that the communication was different. Those long text text, text messages that she used to send me, were different. It was, it was it was shorter. The way she looked at me, the eye contact wasn't there. Um, just everything. The way she the way she held my hand was different. It was it was loose. And I started asking mm-hmm. her, you know, is everything okay with with the relationship? Because a lot of times when we go through things in relationships, we always have to ask ourselves, is there is, is anything wrong? Is am I doing anything wrong? And she was. Mm-hmm. And she kept telling. Everything was right Everything was okay And so I started Taking her out on purpose To get her to open up Because she wasn't one of the type That would just automatically open up And so I remember one day Just being, being at work And finally she finally she told me She says Sean, um, I've enjoyed the relationship you know, my ex is my ex is, my ex is uh, back in town. I've been pursuing him, and I think we should be friends. I want him. I love
0: him. Mm-hmm.
1: We're in love. And at the time, I'm at work. I didn't. I didn't really. It didn't it, it hit home for me. It didn't hit home for me until I got home. When I got home, I fell down broke down. I wasn't crying, but I was frustrated. And Mm -hmm. at that time, those weeks before, I I was continuing to go to friends for advice. I got tired of it because a lot of my friends were giving me mixed signals. They were telling me this, telling me that. It was was very confusing for me. So I started praying to God because I hadn't gotten away from God. I hadn't gotten away from God. I hadn't prayed to God in, in months. And so that night I, I got down on my knees and I started praying to God. I said, God, I don't know what to do. I started just letting it out. You know, can you help me fix this relationship? And so God answered my prayer. That was a powerful prayer because I'd never had a prayer like that before. And what he was what he was trying to get me to do was it wasn't about their relationship because it's true that they say some people come to your life for a reason or a season. She came into my life for a season to get me to tap into that gift that I was procrastinating to do. And, and so that's, that's that's another message I want to have on tonight is that some people come in your life for a reason, and you got to figure out what that reason is. That reason she came in my life was to get me to do what I'm doing right now because without her coming into my life, there would be no kissing your heart at goodbye. There would be no speaking, none of that stuff right there. So, It was a reason, and so he was trying to get me to to see that. And he wanted me to use all of my energy into helping other people in their relationships. And I started saying to myself, well, geez, I don't know nothing about relationships. And I started saying, Sean, yes, you do. You know about a different side of relationships. You know about breakups. You know about heartache. Why don't you start helping people based on your experience, your testimony? Don't waste that testimony. Utilize that Mm -hmm. testimony. And helping someone else, and so that next day I started I started writing this book on on on, uh, on sticky notes, and you know I went through some challenges to get through this, to get this book done. People told me I was too young. People told me I wouldn't finish the book. They said nobody would buy the book. And here mm-hmm. we are now. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Finished product.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I, I agree with you that. People often people come into our life and in relationships, and there's a lesson for us to learn, you know. And and it's not always about um, looking at the negativity of it, but looking at you know what is the lesson that's here for me to learn, um, you know, so that I can move on or so that I can be on the path that I need to be on. So that that's really interesting and that that's good that you were able to um you know, that through your prayer that you were able to have clarity and recognize that um you know, that there was a gift um in you writing that, that there was to come out of this. You know, I, I find it interesting that you are writing this relationship book for women and not men. Um, you know is there a particular reason why
1: well, for me, I have to write about what I know, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that men don't get hurt. I'm not saying that at all, but I have to be in somewhat a reality based on what I've seen since i've been since I've been here on earth, and I've seen a lot of women who've been hurt. I've seen a lot of women who I've always wanted to help. This was an opportunity for me to help. But also, too, I was that nice guy dating that woman who had been heartbroken before. And when you're heartbroken and you're not healed, you don't realize a good guy when he's in front of you. You Mm. Because he looks just like that guy you dated before. That guy that betrayed you. He looks the same and so i saw a need because i look at myself i'm, I'm i look at myself as a problem solver and when and in order to be to be a problem solver you have to find a need and a niche and so i was do, in in this process i was doing my research okay where is there a need at because a lot of people talking about relationships where is there a need mm-hmm. and this is and this is an area it's it's a broad area but this is an area of heartbreak forgiveness, mm-hmm. self-worth, all these things that people have never been taught before. We live in a society where people are taught more about revenge. Yes. You know, how, how long can you go without, how long can you go, for? Um, you know, with not forgiving this person? Like it's going to hurt them. Right. You know it's
0: going to hurt you. It's going to hold you back. Mm. Right. So are you saying that this is a a a guidebook or a book that you wrote um for women who may who may be in or who may have been in unhealthy pattern relationship patterns um a guidebook to help them to um you know change some change some patterns and ways of doing things this
1: this, this here is this here is a lot of things it's, it's a workbook it's a book, it's a guidebook, it's a manual, any kind of way you look at it, but what this is, this is a tool. And this okay. tool is for, is for a woman who's been hurt a few times, or a woman that has been hurt many, 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 times. It's for the that woman who's been hurt, but she wants, she still wants to be married, but she's almost at that stage of quitting and giving up because she does not want to get hurt anymore. And so, this is for a variety of different types of women that's been hurt. Okay. And so
0: okay.
1: I look at it because in this book I'm going to help to transform you and I want to help to deliver you and reposition you, reposition your mindset because that's what it's about, it's about the mindset. And transformation, sure. speaking into existence and just change your your make, becoming more positive about the situation. Learn at looking at those mm-hmm. lessons you know, going through a self evaluation, getting better. Because when we go through things we have to get better. We have to have a self evaluation and sit down and say, These are my these are my strengths, these are my weaknesses. We all have habits. And we have to figure out what our habits are and correct them.
0: Okay. Okay. Give us an idea of what we can expect when we read um kissing your your heartache goodbye. He has some very interesting chapters. Can you give us an idea.
1: When you read this book, you may you may be a you may be a young lady who has never been taught before how to forgive. You may you and so when you when you read through this book, you're going to get a step by step way to get healed, delivered and positioned for Mr. Wright. You're going to learn how to forgive. You're gonna learn your self worth. You're gonna learn how to trust again, and you're gonna learn how to understand men better. You're gonna l- you're gonna learn understand how to l- how to understand the male mind, the- his insecurities. Uh-huh. You're gonna learn all these things, and you're gonna be more effective. You're gonna be a better woman. You're gonna be a better woman of God, and all these things. You're gonna you're gonna be different. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a total transformation in what you're gonna get from this book. You're gonna have quizzes to test to test your progress. You know, you're gonna have so many valuable things. It's like a this book is like a tutorial. It's guiding you to the other side and getting you positioned. It's about repositioning ourselves, our mindsets.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is all in the book. Hmm. okay, okay. Now I notice that um one of the things that I really love about your book is that the chapters are short. And at the beginning of each chapter you give a list of definitions. <laughs> and at the end of each chapter there's a quiz. Um, you know, there's a quiz. And I found that you know, the definitions I you know, I, I just I I love it because I know that it's so important to understand the the meaning, the language of words and, and what different words mean. Um, but Tell me, you know, why did why did you feel like it was important? Why did you feel like it was important to put definitions in the front of each chapter and then a quiz at the end of each chapter? Well, as
1: far as the definitions, like you said, you, you always want to know what something means because a lot of times we hear negative words, or we may say negative words to people, or to or we or we may get them. You know, we may say them to ourselves, and we never understand what the true meaning of that actually is. And so, I wanted—I just wanted to kind of get everyone's attention, you know, and look at these—look at these words, you know. And as more as a quiz, I just wanted people to feel confident because you can read and reread something, but that—that that quiz is, is testing your knowledge. It's, it's almost like, okay, it's, it's another step. And I just felt like it was important to, to test your progress, and how and what is the best way to test your progress than to read a book, feel confident, take this test to see and see how you actually are. It's kind of like when you take a test in school. You you do your homework, you you do weeks and weeks of homework, and then you have that quiz to, to test your knowledge, to to see if that reading, that comprehension, if it actually hit, if it actually hit home. And so that's why I feel like it was important to add to that because I I wanted to look at this like a coaching book because I didn't want people to go through this these stages alone. That is the most devastating thing to have to go through it alone. I wanted them to feel like they were being coached. And so that's what you got in mm-hmm. this book is, is be coached.
0: Okay, all right, yeah, I really I loved it. I'm gonna tell you, I really loved it, and I tell you, I loved it so much. That as I you know as I even as I think back on the different chapters now I'm thinking to myself this is a great book for me to give to different people that I know, um it's a great study guide that I could you know that me and my girlfriends could sit down and 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 just kind of go over um, yeah so I I I get that as I um you know as I read it. You talk a lot about the power of forgiveness. Um, in your opinion. Why is forgiveness so necessary um in order to move forward uh, after heartbreak
1: because it's it's almost like the backbone you can't you can't go anywhere without it you know you can't go to self worth you can't go to trusting again and until until you um you know you start with um you start with the forgiveness look at look at forgiveness as a base you know it's almost like working out. A lot of people work their upper body but they forget about working their lower body. They forget about they have a lower body. Well if you notice when you work when you work in your body, everything starts from the bottom it starts starts start from the from the bottom up. And just like just like your lower body is your base, forgiveness is the base. That is that is the mm. most important step that helps to get you to those other those other places. Because there are phases, there are different phases that we have to we have to get to 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 get all the way to that that, that um, deliverance side.
0: Hmm. Wow. I love that analogy because as you talk about exercise, you're right. Everything starts with the core. You know, a good workout. You know, is a, a you know a good workout. You know, if an it's a it's an exercise routine deals with the core. Then you you kind of work in every area, and and it's and and I never thought about forgiveness as being the core of being able to to move on. You know, the core of, of forgiveness is, is is in your heart, <laughs> and and being able to let go and um and and move forward and to be able to allow uh, allow. Uh, other things to come in, you know. Um, and so what I hear you saying is that when you don't forgive, when you don't know how to forgive or you choose not to forgive, then it keeps you stuck and you're unable yeah. to really move forward.
1: Exactly. Is that I mean, right? That's, that's, what, yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's that's what a lot of people are missing is that whole forgiveness thing you know a lot of rebound dating without ever getting healed and forgiveness is forgiveness is for yourself, you know because you everyone needs peace and they need a peace of mind, and you know forgiveness sometimes can take a long time because there's a lot of people that's why this this book is so effective because there's a lot of people who've been having hurt for twenty thirty years or longer.
0: And it's and it's
1: not in the, it's in relationships it's in family it's in friendships where people that you might not be talking to each other for a long time um, you know you can have someone who as a child they may have been molested or raped and th- that changed their mindset it's kind of like I was read um, I was doing some studying before I wrote this book and there's a thing in psychology what they call the frontal lobes. And the frontal lobes have a lot to do with experiences. And what it's saying is that sometimes when you go through something, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. Any time you get into an you get into a situation that it resembles that experience, that holds you back because mm-hmm. whatever that
0: situation was, it was never dealt with. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. And I know in your book, you you talk about it. You talk about how a lot of women get into relationships. um, And you mentioned it without being healed. It's like putting a, 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 it's like uh, not allowing um, a sore to heal, not allowing that scab to heal. And then jumping into another relationship, it's like tearing the scab off all over again. I remember you gave that analogy. And I remember you gave that analogy. That's very powerful. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, Do you believe men and women have the same difficulty with forgiveness?
1: I think it's a little bit more of a, it could be a little bit more of a sensitive side for women. And I always say this is that the reason why forgiveness to me, it's so difficult when you talk about relationships, it has to do with with being affectionate. You know people start after a while they start to get they start to become emotionally attached, and the problem is it starts with lack of communication because if you start to go physical with someone. And you have two people with different motives. That creates a problem because you have one person that feels like this is going to be a long term relationship. Then you have another person who sees short term automatically, but they just don't say anything. That there creates a problem because you you are tricking that person thinking that they, that you want a long term relationship just like they do. That creates that creates that emotional attachment because presuming that person gets tired of you. Or starts to kind of step back, then it makes it it makes it that much more difficult because you start to really build a lot of feelings for that person, and so mm-hmm. that's really where what makes it so so hard because a lot of people they love hard. I mean, they love with, with all of their might. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say communication, asking questions. You want to know what somebody's motive is for dating.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you you talk about that. You talk about the type of questions to ask. Um, you know, while dating. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you: Do men cry over breakups?
1: We 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 normally. I mean, you're not saying all, but some may may cry, but a lot of us just we you we we, have, we a lot of us have so much pride. That we we hold it in, and you and you may never know that, we, that we've gone through hard times unless you unless you get one of us to to really open up, and that becomes an insecurity of, of ours. So, so, so you may never know because we 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 hold pride. We we are we are a prideful men, you know, and we try not to show a lot of emotion. Some men show emotion. Not nothing wrong with that. Everyone is different, but some, you know, they just—they're just, they're used to being tough. They're used to being strong, and so a man may may not, you know, have have a hard time, you know, letting go or, you know, whatever the situation is in the relationship. Some people may just date for, you know, date for a season. You know, friends of benefits. You know, he may be okay with that because he. He may not get emotional attached, or maybe he maybe he will get emotional attached. It just really depends on the people and the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You stated uh in your book that you surveyed a diverse group of women um who came up with three categories of betrayal that women have difficulty forgiving. What are they? Well,
1: one of them was um, catching AIDS or, or HIV, and we mentioned this. I mentioned this in the book: the different types of men. You have sometimes you have those men which you call they call um, double life, down low type of, of men where you think you're the only one, and he, he's dating. He may be dating a guy, and have a totally different personality from when you see him. You see him as this guy that, that works hard and then you know, you find out that he's been with another guy and he has he has AIDS or HIV and if you get it, you're not that's like the hardest thing to forget because that's your life right there. That is your life. And they made they made a movie about that years ago. Um, called Cover. And it was based off of a, a story of I can't remember who the uh, author was, but it was it was based off of almost a true story of her husband becoming down low and catching that. So that right there was one of the hardest things to forgive. But really, that was really the, the top one. Really, I heard a lot of the women I said, you know, some were like, okay, he gets one shot, he messes up, that's it. Then you had other women who was like, you know, no matter what, the, no matter what the uh, circumstances, I have to forgive him no matter what, I have to forgive him because at the end of the day, I have to move on, and we can't forget that no matter what adversity we go through, I don't care what the adversity is, I don't care if you lose your job, I don't care if you become homeless, or whatever the situation is, we have to forget that. We have to remember that we have, we still have a purpose, and we will continue to have a purpose until we stop breathing. And we and we and we forget about that sometimes because we're so wrapped up into that situation, that person who really didn't even care about us at all. But we gave we gave all we had to that person. They didn't care, and we can't forget that we still got a purpose. We we have to do like what I did, do what I did, use that situation as a way to get closer to your purpose. as your testimony.
0: Yeah, I really love that we forget about our purpose, and, and a lot of times I think it's really easy to become, um, you know, if if we're in unhappy relationships, to become codependent or, you know, to to, you know, women have a way of, and I think we're indoctrinated in society, to put our needs last you know and and put our 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 mates needs ahead of ours and to put our job at, you know ahead of our needs and our children ahead of our needs um so by the time it gets to us you know there's really nothing left and, um, I really love how you talk you know how you you know how you talked about we you know forget our purpose, and it's important to to remember what our purpose is um because i I believe that when when I know what my purpose is, then it allows me to take care of myself you know and and to remember to you know to to make myself an important priority, and you talk about that. <laughs> you talk about that. So that's great. Um now in the book um there's a chapter dealing with the issue of self worth. Um can you speak a little to that?
1: Well, uh, what this what this is talking about, I, I saw, you know, this over my years, I saw a lot of women who were in relationships and they were settling. They were with a, they were with an abusive guy, and he settled. Mm-hmm. And what it was was it was fear. A lot mm-hmm. of women that I, a lot of women that I've seen since I've been, you know, on here on Earth, they were they were in fear because they felt like they couldn't stand on their own two feet. So because they, because they felt that fear and that lack of self confidence, they stayed with a guy who was abusive to them. And so I talk a lot about that. And when I when I start coaching women, I'm going to t- I'm going to talk about you know, getting your education, pursuing that dream, so that way you can have you can you can feel confident enough that if you have to leave, then you can be able to leave, and you can feel confident about doing it. So it talks about that. And one of the things too that I talk about, it's not in the book, but it it it's centered around the same thing when you talk about self worth. We're, we're in a, we're in a society now. Where you see a lot of marriages, I mean, you see a lot of kids come out of wedlock. And one of the things that I was talking about the other day, when you talk about self worth, I was telling the ladies, don't settle for a baby daddy when you can get a husband. Mm. Because don't don't settle for that. If if he has no if he, if he has no plan of making you his wife. Don't stop. Don't settle for him because you deserve more than just a guy who who comes around every now and then. You deserve a full time husband. And I was and I was talking about that because a lot of a lot of women they they've never seen it because we we allow our flesh sometimes to kind of make our decisions and kind of fool us,
0: hmm. and
1: so that that self worth comes in there. You know, it, it's also it also talks about in the book with self worth. Taking care of yourself, taking yourself out to eat, treating yourself, go to a spa, now, go to a movie, treat yourself, get to know yourself, you know, start getting a plan together for your your vision. you know it's nice to support the guy, but also to support your vision as well, you know, compliment him, but you don't have to stop doing what you're doing. I've seen it before where. A woman was getting ready to start a business and she dropped that business. Or maybe she was with a guy and she wanted to go back to school and that guy was like, well, you don't need to go back to school, you don't need to start that business. But you gotta have a mind of your own. You gotta have a mind of your own. See that man, he don't know he don't know your purpose. He don't know what purpose God has for you. God may have wanted you to start that business to go back to school and you allow that man to talk you out of it. Huh.
0: That is, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead.
1: Knowing what you deserve.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm loving it. I am loving it, and you know, you know when you talk about knowing your purpose, that is so powerful you know that is so very powerful and it kind of takes us, takes me back to uh those quizzes <laughs> at the end of your chapters because the questions that you that you tell us to ask ourselves you know it makes us reflect you know and and really fig and really dig deeper than the surface you know to figure out um you know who am i and uh you know what is it that I you know what is it what are my values and what is it that I stand for you know those type of you know those type of uh, questions that 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 help us to uh, stand firm in who we are and to develop our self confidence. So I do I think that is so very powerful so very powerful. Now in chapter four you make the comment that. A good man is never advertised. What did you mean by that? Well,
1: in entertainment, TV, movies, music, you never see that that good guy advertised. You always see a Mr. Hardcore advertised. Mm-hmm. You see that. Seen a lot of movies that you know. Um, Mary J. Blige had a had a song about a couple years ago. Um, Uh, Mr. Wrong, you know, Mr. Wrong. She got got along with Mr. Wrong because Mr. Wrong was all she really knew.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And that's what it's really just talking about is that a lot of times some women may go to Mr. Hardcore, Mr. Wrong because society makes it look like Mr. Right don't exist, Like, like Mr. Gentleman don't exist.
0: When yes, it actually does. It exists, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know that that you you speak now. See, I hear you speaking to the power of advertising and and videos and the messages, the messages that media um, puts out um, to society about what is acceptable um and I, I i agree with you that um it makes it appear as though a good guy is a nerd or you you know you don't you don't want a good guy you want a bad you know you you want a bad boy and um you know and i remember we were talking and you say you know yeah women you know often in first relationships or in relationships women you know date bad boys but that's really not who they want to marry they really want to marry a good guy You know, really want to marry a a good guy, you know, um, so we do have to learn how to change our our perception and change our thinking, um, you know, about our values and and, and what we want, you know, what we we really want, what we really want. So that was interesting. I saw that, and I was like, huh, okay, that's really interesting. Now, um, you give us some dating tips. Uh what are some of those tips and do they apply to women of all ages?
1: they do because no matter what relationship you go into, you got to have communication. And mm-hmm. that's why a self-evaluation really helps because if you don't know if you don't know what you're looking for, you won't be effective when it comes to asking questions because mm-hmm. Look at this like a business plan. if I didn't have a business plan together, if I didn't know what my where what direction my business was going into, I'm not gonna know which advertising is is the right one for me and so knowing that it allows you to figure okay i want I want a husband, I want a boyfriend, I want this friend's benefit. It doesn't matter what you want but about knowing which is about knowing which one of those areas, which one of those categories you actually want. Once you find out which you want, the next step is finding someone else that wants that same thing. Because if you don't, that's really where the the, the drama and and all of the you know that's where that's where the problem comes in. Is, is if you don't find someone who matches what it is that you want.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And what are a few of those dating tips that you gave us? Because you know, a lot of times we really don't. Lo- Some of us are, are get lucky enough or fortunate enough where, in our home of origin, we learn, you know, how to date. But many women, you know, never really learn how to date, and probably I'm sure men too. So, you know, what are, what are just a few dating tips you that you talk about?
1: Well, um, again, it's majority of it's gonna be questions, you know. You wanna know what you wanna you wanna make sure he has a purpose. You wanna make sure he knows his purpose. You wanna make sure you, you wanna make sure you're getting somebody who's not a procrastinator. Because the truth the truth of the matter is that if he can't focus on well, if you can't focus on his vision, if you ask him questions and he doesn't he doesn't have imagination, if he doesn't have ideas, if you don't see him with a strong work ethic Sometimes that tells a lot. It tells a lot about him, because how is he going to be able to lead the relationship if he can't even focus in on his business, on his own vision? Cool. And then, if you want to get married, you might you want, you want to ask him. Okay, does he see marriage? Does, does he see himself ever getting married? Does he want kids? Does he does, does he does he have a relationship with God? Is he a man of God? Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. You know, I remember um, years ago, someone uh, gave me an exercise to do, and I found it so powerful that, um, you know, I I use it um, in in my coaching. But someone told me, they said, Katrina, you know, get a piece of paper and a line down the middle, and on one side of the paper, write platonic relationship or friendship, and on the other side on the line, write uh, intimate relationship." And then begin to write down the characteristics that you want in a friendship and write down the characteristics that you look for that you want in an intimate relationship. And uh, some of the character traits will be the same, but some will be different. And then, you know, you know, it takes time to make this list. And once you make the list, look at that list and go down the list and ask yourself, do do you do I possess these traits? <laughs> And if there are traits that I don't possess, that you don't possess, then you know those are some things that you want to work on, you know. And I think that a, a lot of times we look for some, we want we want characters and a mate that we may not even possess ourselves. And, and I think that speaks to being equally yoked. Uh, so again, um, a lot of the questions that you that you. Provide um, are very thought provoking, and they do get us to to begin to do some serious reflection. Um, yeah, very good, very good. There is a listener who wants to know if she reads your book from beginning to end and applies the principles you write about, will she get good results? or does it all depend on the individual situation?
1: If I'm speaking into existence, she will get great results. The reason why she's going to get great results is because she,
0: she
1: she's going to read it more than once. She's going to, she's going to do the quizzes. And I hope she's prepared. Before she reads the book, because she's not going to be the same. It's going to be like almost two different people, and it's going to take time because people have different limits. People have gone through different things, so it's not an overnight thing. It's a pro. It's no matter no matter what, it's still a process. You know, it's not it's not a miracle work miracle work or thing like that. It's, it's a process. So, but. Going through the process and getting through the book, she she will get delivered. And she will be delivered from whatever the experience was that she faced. And if she truly wants to be married, she will have the strength again. Because a lot of people, when they go through situations, their faith starts to waver. Her faith is gonna be stronger. She's gonna be stronger. She's gonna be wiser. She's gonna have courage because she's gonna have a stronger relationship with God. And that's really the backbone of this whole book. It's not just reading the book, but it's about praying along with it. It's about speaking into existence. A lot of times we get we get so caught up into seeing things as physical. But she's gonna learn more about seeing from the spiritual eye, seeing what's not there, seeing, looking at success beyond your circumstances. You you may be hurt right now, but you can start writing on paper. But you gonna you gonna find a husband. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, now I have a question for you. Um, is this a book that you um, would recommend someone going through it with their mate or their um, husband or, you know, significant other, or do you, is this a book that's kind of good to kind of pr- go through it, uh, you know, just on your own individually, you know, taking that journey?
1: I think it's more of an individual, you know, mm-hmm. because – I, I just I think it's going to be more effective because it's not really this is not really helping to save the relationship. What this one is doing is really helping that individual who's who's who went through the um, the heartache. So it's more of a it's more of an individual book um, uh, to really read okay. and um, really to to feel different. Okay. All right.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I want to ask you, I wanna ask you who who are who were and who are some of your mentors.
1: Well, I could say in my life I've had a lot of mentors. And that's one of the things too that I wanna lead with today is that you wanna you wanna always have a lot of mentors in your life. You wanna have mentors because there are some people who are your mentors who are good at, at certain things in life. And so you want to, what you want to do, you want to have mentors for different parts of your life, you know. You want to have mentors who can help you in different areas. And so that's what I have. That's what I've been blessed to have. Uh, my Uncle Jerry, the one I talk about that I went to Mississippi with, who sold that seed in me of greatness, he's definitely a mentor because he's changed, he's changed me a lot. You know, my family has been, you know, very encouraging of me. Um,
0: you know, I have a lot
1: of social media, you know, people who, who have mentored me over the past few years that I've been out, you know, who's mm-hmm. got me to where I'm at now. Um, I have a lot of support, you know, so I have many people. I have many people who who been supporting me, and I'm just so thankful and blessed because God has continued to open doors for me, and God is just allowing these people to support me and and purchase my book and be on the call in. And I know that at some point there's a. I mean, I, I know that there's a there's a person out there who. Who's gone through? Who's going through forgiveness, unforgiveness right now? And God is still working on that person, and God is going to help that person, and He's going to get that person towards me and towards my book, so that I can be able to help that person. That person is kind of in denial right now, but at some point, God is going to get him where, he, position him right over my way, and I'm going to be able to help him.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And how can we contact you for coaching, workshops, or speaking engagements?
1: Well, um, you can contact me on Facebook at uh Shawin Watson. That's S H A W O N. And my last name is Watson W A T S O N. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Watson Shawin on Twitter. Um you can find my you can find my book on um on Amazon online, it's it's on it's in paperback as well as uh, electronic. You can find it on that. You can also find it on on Barnes and Noble's online. And um, just just connect with me online. Um, that's what I'm that's what I'm here for is to really help you, give you encouragement, you know, to get your dreams going. Because we we have a, we all have a purpose, and it's about getting that purpose started. And I'm here to help you any way I possibly can on get on getting started. Um, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm working on. You mentioned coaching. Um, I'm working on a lot mm-hmm. of things right now with coaching and, and um, you know, getting I'm got ai got a website I'm, I'm working on right now. I'm just getting that getting that set, you know. And I'm I'm getting ready to, um, you know, really just just change this whole um, you know world and society. I'm getting ready to change a lot of relationships and a lot of people's mindsets, and I'm I'm so excited about it. Um, I told you the other day I'm, I'm writing letters to a lot of you know talk shows. I'm gonna, I'm in some talks right now with different talk shows and networks right now. Some of networks with with BT and um, a few other networks and. I'm yeah. excited about them. this i that um that God will God will have me um on those shows and on those networks. Um and I and I have a feeling that it's gonna be um this year that I will be um on those shows and so, so I, I just mm-hmm. definitely respect.
0: Wow. Well you know, um I'm excited for you and I want you to know that I wish you all of the best and and just all the goodness and 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 all the success uh, that 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 life has to offer and, and that God has for you because you offer a good work you offer a good work you offer a good work what is next for you what what's on the you know what's on the horizons I, I know you talked about. You know, I, you talked about the, um, uh, you know, uh, networking and being on other networks, and uh,
1: that's,
0: um, it,
1: that's <laughs> really what's next for me. Um, I spoke with, uh, I spoke with the the network um, talk show network the other day in the uh, Bill Dunningham show. Um, I spoke mm-hmm. with, I spoke with her and, and the team the other day. I, I submitted uh, my bio um, with them. Yeah, I spoke with with the B T network about two weeks ago. Um I'm also speaking with some with some radio stations. Um, I'm looking at some magazine advertisements and um you know things like that. I mentioned my website getting that getting that together and um I'm just you know, I'm I'm excited. there's a lot of there's a lot of work, you know, but um greatness is hard, you know, and I'm being blessed because God, you know, when, when he when he created me, he gave me the green light to go. And um I heard it one time that uh, three fourths of the word God means go, as in go for your dream. Uh, so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: those that I have right now, um, I'm speaking into existence that, you know, at some point I will be speaking at the um, Bishop T.D. Jakes Mega Fest. So, I'm getting ready to work on a letter for Bishop T.D. Jakes. And I'm just going mm-hmm. to continue writing and put myself out there because it's about really saturating myself because I have a a, um, a message that people need to hear. And I have a message mm-hmm. that I feel like going to explode if I don't get it out because it's a message that a lot of people can relate to, not just relationships, but empowerment. Finding your purpose, yes. and pursuing your purpose.
0: That's what it's about. Beautiful. Uh-huh. I agree. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, and one more one more thing before we bring the radio show um to a close. You you co host a radio show. Can you can you tell us how we can listen to that?
1: Uh, yes, just um, I do a radio show. I mean I, I started this about uh two two months ago. Um mm-hmm. it's called the Kissing Your Heart Goodbye Um Relationship Forum. Um if people are interested in um in hearing our callings, we do it every Friday at eight thirty I mean at eight o'clock Eastern time PM, seven o'clock Central mm-hmm. time. Um so you're more than welcome to join us. We we are we are building, you know, we're all about, you know, discussion. We have a different topic every week. And so I, I welcome you to that. So if you go ahead right now, you're online, go ahead and add me as a friend, and I will I will give you all the information, you know, as far as the call-in number, the code, i give you all the information. So go ahead and add me as a friend right now, and we can go ahead and, and get started.
0: And is that on Facebook? Add you as a friend on Facebook?
1: Yeah, add, add me as a friend on Facebook and on, um, on Twitter, however you want to do it, and I will definitely okay. give you the information you need. Um to be, on, to be on this call because this is definitely getting ready to
0: uh, really blossom. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so very much for being on our show. And, um, you know, very, very good book, everybody. Um, please take the time to to purchase it. It will enhance your life.
1: Kissing well, your
0: heartache you. goodbye. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to say the name of it, Kissing the Heartache Goodbye, What Women Need to Do Before Beginning Another Relationship, Uh, Shawan Watson. (laughs) You're welcome back on our show anytime.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, and God bless you.
0: Oh, you too. All right. Well, we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance, So they can become the directors of their own life stories. Is your life story one you would love to see improved? Join us every Sunday at six thirty p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity, abundant blessings, everyone. Abundant blessings, Chuan.
1: Thank you. Same to you, and thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Don't mess with Mister In Between. Don't mess with Mister In Between. Oh.